and welcome to the second episode of Summer Over the Crossbar. Um, this in this podcast, we talk about all of the Premier League news, drama, and action from the past week. I'm here with Sam. Hello. And he is a Tottenham fan. And we're gonna go right into it. What do you think of Tottenham? Well, everyone knows it. We know it. You know it. Tottenham are not doing well this season. We've had three wins, five draws, and four losses. That's not good stats. But Arsenal, um, they're not. Do- they're doing near. Um, I mean, we only have three points. Arsenal only have three points more than you. We've only won one more than you. So, I mean, everyone's saying, oh, Tottenham's doing so badly. It's a very, very close table from fifth. I mean, as I can see, to 14th. But, I mean, Pochettino, he got sacked. Is that a bit harsh? Well, clearly, he, he um, he hadn't changed at all through the whole season. First match, 3 1 Aston Villa, then 2 2 Man City. That was a good start. Um, but then we just fell, 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 fell into shambles and we just couldn't get up and we, he had to go, I guess. But, I mean, do you, maybe, was it, I mean, I, 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 I agree with you, I do think, I mean, he's been at, how long has he been at the club? For a very long time. Could be five years, six years? Five, six years, yeah. It's been a really long time. And at the end of the day, you can't be at a club for that long and do well. You know, you get tired of these players. Like Arsene Wenger. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like Arsene Wenger. I mean, he was there for 21 years, I think. Maybe even 22. Very long time. Not six years, but, you know, he did... I'd say he wasn't at his prime after 10 years. So, Jose Mourinho's come in. Everyone's saying that is crazy, and it's interesting. They clearly knew that they, who they were going to bring in, which I think is good in a Tottenham perspective. And they knew them who they were going to come in. They sacked Pochettino, and three hours later, they announced that you know Jose Mourinho was a manager. I was shocked. I mean, I thought I I, I thought Jose Mourinho, Mourinho would be joining Arsenal. For them to be joining, for him to be then joining Tottenham, their bitter rivals. I'm. And yeah, from my perspective, my, I mean, I my hated team the most is actually Man United. You know, that rivalry for the last 20, 30 years has been giant. Also Liverpool. And then they had Jose Mourinho. I think, I think he's a toxic manager. What do you think? Well, Jose Mourinho, he's at times got the worst attitude ever. Just moody and just not very nice, but... I think he's um in, he might have improved maybe um and might seem a bit more kinder maybe. Yeah, I mean but it's just for me it's hard to see because you've got players like Human Son who's terribly injured a player and he's crying on the pitch because he feels so bad. I don't see that in Jose Mourinho and I feel like lots of players will be leaving and new players will be coming in. Well, Jose Mourinho will probably choose a completely different style of play, hopefully one that's useful and would change the ways of the league table and hopefully get us into the top flight of it. Yeah. And, you know, right now, Human Son has been 
your best player, I think. Do you agree or? It's tough to see who's the, been the best player. There's been a couple of decent players, not all of them performing at their best performance. For example, Delhi Ali's doing shocking this season, just very inconsistent. Don't really know what's happened to him. But him and Son, he's been our star man. And I'm not sure how Jose Mourinho's going to act with him. Yeah, it'll be really interesting. I mean, I, I mean, you've got this ego. I mean, we talk about R- R- Ronaldo having a big ego, but surely Jose Mourinho has the biggest ego in football. And then you've got Human Son, you've got Harry Kane, you've got... I mean, from my opinion, can correct me if, if I'm wrong, because you know much, much more about Tottenham than I do. But it looks like Deli Ali is the only player for big, big ego. What's an ego? Like, an ego, um, it's like, uh, you know, when you're full of yourself. Oh, well, De- Deli Ali, he's become some sort of poser, just, like, wandering around, checking his hair, probably, I don't know. <laughs> he's just, like, one of those players that does a couple of w- weird passes, dinks, and just thinks I've had enough. You've had enough of Deli Ali. That's very, very interesting. I mean, he hasn't been playing too much this season. But um, I'm moving on from Tottenham now. I think Jose Mourinho. Time will tell, guys. I mean, it's going to be so interesting to see Tottenham. They're currently sitting in 14th with 14 points. Arsenal with 17th. And that moves me on to Arsenal. What? How are they doing? They're 6th in the league. They're... Currently, they are actually eight points from top four. I mean, it's not going well. Yeah, it's... It, well, um, Arsenal, they their away run can be surprising and, well, yeah, surprising. But that's the same with Tottenham. We haven't won a games away since February or January. Absolutely shocking stats. Arsenal, probably August, if I'm right. I, I don't know. But, I mean, the thing with Arsenal, they've apparently gotten the best attack in the league with Pepe, who hasn't, I think, hasn't done too badly. I said it in the last episode, not going to repeat it. And you've got Aubameyang, who I think is one of the best strikers in the league. Obviously, he got joint golden boot with Mane and Salah last season. And then you've got Lacazette, who is having a brilliant season. And they've only scored 16 goals. I mean, compared to Man City's 35, it's shocking. Yes, well, Arsenal, their attack is just unbelievable. Um, Between Aubameyang and Lacazette, 100 million. I mean, you couldn't imagine Aubameyang and Lacazette playing together. But their defence is just their nightmare from hell. Um, Would you you say that these... You know, Lacazette, Aubameyang, Pepe, are they getting isolated because Arsenal can't move the ball forward? You know, they can't, you know, they can't get it out of their defence, out of their midfield and get it into these these players. Do you think that? Well, they have good full-backs. They've got Bayerian, Tierney, Tierney, sorry. It's all right. Their left-backs are... Klasenac, you know, we've got Klasenac, Tierney. Klasenac is... Well, he's not he's a quality. beast, really. But his pace, when you're that size, 
he is, is it lets has you he down. Pace? It lets you down. He's not quick. It has to be said, but, but he is but very, like, very strong. You can still make those passes up the wing, and Pepe just does the job for wing, running down the flanks, shoots. Well, pot, um, apparently he loses the ball a lot, if I'm mistaken. But yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think. You know, you've got Pepe. He looked to me like a very, very promising player. He's 24. You know, he's not a, not at his prime. Um, re- is it a relief for Arsenal fans that Jose Mourinho now has a job and he won't be joining Arsenal? Because, from my opinion, as an Arsenal fan, why were there ever rumours of Jose Mourinho joining Arsenal? He's the most hated player by Arsenal fans. Hated player? Oh, sorry, manager. My bad. Hated manager and... He's joining our team. I mean, it's a relief for me, but do you agree? Um, well, Arsenal fans, they are looking at Allegri, ex-Juventus manager. He's probably very the um, light from heaven to guide them on. As of Unai Emery staying at Arsenal, it's basically a weight tracking them down, and Allegri would probably probably be the only one to lift them up hopefully i mean i would be very happy with allegri um so emery situation we've talked about it a bit let's go into detail arsenal have won four matches out of the 12 they've played pardon me and you know they've drawn five and they've drawn three and recently they have been giving away points in the final minutes i mean what do you think of emery well, his away record is just just not good. And f- the fact that he was ex-manager of PSG, and um, how well did he do for He them? didn't do very well for PSG. He like, he didn't win the Liga. He, he, he gave away the win for, in the Champions League to Barcelona, 6-1. It was a miracle, but f- to concede six goals... It's you can't do that, especially yeah. in the Champions League. And how has he been doing for Arsenal? I mean, well, Arsenal fans they were getting pretty excited at the start, and then after they had some sort of bad run, um, they, everyone was saying that he he's new, he's just come to the club, but he just hasn't improved at all, and. Yeah, he needs there was a lot of hype. At, I mean, everyone was like, come on, Unai, you know, we've signed Pepe with some Tierney, you know, we've spent £125 million, which is a lot for Arsenal. And we're in sixth. I mean, it's not good enough. It simply isn't. I mean, Leicester are flying right now. We talked about that last Brendan episode. Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers, he's been brilliant for them. Wow, what a manager. I mean, <laughs> Liverpool... May have lost something there, but let's talk about Torreira. Now, you guys may not know this, but Torreira is apparently wants to go back to Italy because of, well, it could be Unai Emery, it could be he's homesick, it could, it could be he's not getting playtime. What do you think? Well, he, he might not like the style of play, he might not like the manager, something might be might be going on, but when you, when you don't have a really good relationship with your manager or your team, you just can't perform, and... I guess he might want to wait for a possible new manager and if he doesn't if if it doesn't work out for him move back to Italia. Yeah, so I mean we're talking about Torreira. Has he been a key player for Arsenal do you think? 
I think Danny Ceballos, him coming in, he's a great attacking mid. Um, but Torreira, he can hold back a good defensive mid. Five foot one. He's, no, he's not five foot one. He's five foot four. Uh, I mean, he's not that small, but yeah, he is small. I mean, his, but he can shield the ball pretty well. I think it was against Christian Eriksen and Dele Alli yeah. in a match, which is amazing. Impressive. If you guys haven't seen that, you've got to search up Torreira versus Dele Alli and Christian Eriksen. It's amazing. And this guy just bodied these tall players. Um, I mean, last season he was very good, I think. And I think we can all agree. He came in and he didn't start. And then he got his start and he was brilliant, you know. And, you know, Granit Xhaka was supposed to be that holding midfielder who would play the passes, and he wasn't, he never was. And now we, we thought that we got Torreira, this guy, you know, we got him for ten, 20 million, I think. Um, well, I think last season, you know, last this time last year, we were thinking it was worth it. But now I'm not sure. He hasn't been on a great run of form when he was playing. I mean, it's, it's hard for Arsenal. I mean, do you think he should be leaving, or do you think he should be... Staying and maybe waiting for a possible new manager. Um. Well, I think Arsenal fans wanted to stay, but it's all down to the player. Um. These days, things have been players actually quite care about money, and or so. For example, say a player was at um a team bad in the Premier League. And then Man City reached out, or one of the top teams reached out to them, giving them good money. They would just go probably straight away. And now we've seen that with the China, you know, people just going to China and them being paid thousands of pounds. But maybe does he get? Does he just wait on Arsenal? He's only been there for a little, hardly a year and a half. Maybe a bit of a wait, or is it a go? Um, a year and a half, I think. Wait a bit. Um, he's a young player. He's about 24, I think, this season. Yeah, 24. It's quite young. Because 24, you've got at least 10 years being a centre mid. Um, rest of your for um, uh, for your career. And, um, yeah, just keep going for Arsenal. And if, the, if things do not work out for you, mate, try something else. Maybe go to Tottenham. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, Jose Mourinho, he's come in and he's made a statement. I mean, we've all heard that Zlatan Ibrahimovic wants to leave uh, uh, LA Galaxy. Now, Jose Mourinho, and this may become a shock, wants to sign him. I mean, he's like 38. He's been playing well in the MLS, don't get me wrong. You know, like, is it, what? 50 goals in 52 games or something. Amazing stats. Amazing stats. But against players who have only been playing football for maybe five years. It's nothing like the Premier League. And he wouldn't get into that team. He's not better than Tottenham. I mean, uh, Harry Kane. I mean, what, do you agree or what do you think? Well, when you're... Um, for example, Wayne Rooney, he went to DC United, played blinders... Saw a video on Instagram, some of his goals, unbelievable. And Zlatan Ibrahimovic, the two players played against each other and 
uh, maybe played, no they didn't play with each other, but they they both did well in the MLS and if they if putting them back um putting Zlatan Ibrahimovic back into competitive football into Tottenham in the Premier League who are fighting to get to um A title maybe even title this season very unlikely but top flight at least and I mean, yeah top 4 yeah Ibrahimovic being 38 He's going to retire if he wants to leave MLS. I mean, I mean when he when he left, I agree with you. When he left Man United, I thought, you know, he's going to MLS and he's going to retire there. I was never going to think he'd join a team that in my opinion are one of the best teams in in English football right now and could be fighting no, if they were at their best... Wait, who, who's the best team? They're one of... I mean, Tottenham are one of the best teams in the league. Yes. Well, this no, season, no. no. Not, not this season, but if you, were set, if you would set the expectation, you would, you would hope that they would be, you know, challenging for the title. They've yeah. got the players, and then you're bringing in a 38-year-old to replace who? Harry Kane, one of the best... I mean, one of the best strikers in the world. I don't, I don't understand. I, I just don't. I mean, yeah, he's 38. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be happening. I wouldn't count it as a, a we are trying to sign him. It's mainly Zlatan Ibrahimovic, I, mainly Jose Mourinho. And it's just Maurizio Pochettino wouldn't even believe a thing of that because it's just Maurizio Pochettino likes playing a young team. Yeah. And... He just wouldn't agree with it. It's not the yeah. way he plays. I mean, is that kind of giving you doubts about Tottenham? I mean, Jose Mourinho? Well, Jose Mourinho might do badly, might make some shocking decisions, might waste all our money for nothing, and we might not improve or downgrade. Yeah, so now I'm moving on. I mean, we've heard about the news of Zlatan. Mauricio Pochettino looks like he'll be going to Real Madrid. Really? Yeah, yeah. He wants. I mean, Real Madrid. Zidane hasn't been doing too well. Um, and you know, Mauricio Pochettino looks like he'll be going, which may have been a real reason of his sacking. Do you think Real Madrid would be a good, good move from? Um. Well, yeah, because Real Madrid, thirteen Champions Leagues. Poor. What's that? For Tottenham and Arsenal, to see. yeah, I mean they're 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 the one of the could be the best team in the world on their day. Could be they with Ronaldo. Yeah, I, they they signed Hazard, and it's just like he could score bangers and bangers and bangers for Chelsea, and then do terrible, terrible, terrible for Real Madrid, and then they're nearly relying on Vinicius Junior. Who's like a nineteen-year-old? I mean, and he is pretty good, though. He's good. He's and good. And Sensio, but player. there, there it is. I mean, like as you said earlier, he Pochettino, he plays with a young team, and they've got young players in that team. They've they've got quality. I mean, Real Madrid have got quality. I mean, could he win a Champions League? Maybe, maybe not. But like, I I do think it would be a good move for him. Better than Chelsea. I mean, Tottenham, sorry. Um, it, it would be a good move for him because it, it, it's just a dream for a manager to manage Real Madrid. But 
for him to win the Champions League, he had a chance against Liverpool. And he blew it. But we, we got lucky, because if you think about the group stages, if it weren't for PSV Eindhoven, we would have been knocked out and just... What happened there? What happened there? I can't remember. We drew 1-1 against Barcelona, but then PSV Eindhoven um, drew with um, Inter Milan. And um, I think our goal difference and our points were the same, but it was something about, like, last couple of games we did better. I think you, like, play, you probably beat... Yeah, it went down to... I think it went down to, like, possession stats. I'm not sure. Complete stats. But, um, yeah, I mean, that was a group of death, and he did well there. He did... Maybe he got lucky, maybe not, but, like... Well, there, there were also VAR decisions against Man with Man City offside. Oh Man yeah, of, of course, yeah. And Man yeah. City are not happy about that. And what what do you think of VAR? Well, football it's not very. You don't really want a referee going up to a screen or waiting five minutes to hear from their assistants about. A margin of error, and yeah. I people hate it, but I guess you have to get the decision spot on, otherwise it's but, just I mean, football can get away with things. I think that basically, I mean, we have some crazy VAR decisions, like a fraction of a toe is offside. Yeah, that should not that that the goal should stand surely. Like. You could get some wrong shoes. You could a bit, a bit you, too you, big. You could, you could have got gone to the wrong shoe store, and then accidentally got your goal disallowed. It's just so silly. It's yeah, it's crazy. And I think what happens in the Bundesliga and like all of these other leagues, the referee actually goes over to the monitor and looks for himself. But that doesn't happen in the in the Premier League. And yeah, they, I don't understand it. I, I think. I think well, cause the the. Um, the VAR assistants, they have more of an understanding and are trained to see work, see and work out these things. The referee, he's mainly looking out for in-game decisions, not um, from a TV screen. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, what do you think of ha- Harry Kane and his future? I mean, if Zlatan's coming in... I mean... If Zlatan's coming If he comes in... Do you think that would be Harry Kane out? Because everyone says, oh, Harry Kane, human son, they're going to go to Real Madrid with Marcia Pochettino. That's a big rumour. I mean, it's a rumour. It's probably fake news. But do you think Harry Kane could be leaving Tottenham? Is he... Ri- I mean, it looks like right now you lot are going to be getting... You may not even be getting Europe. I mean, you mm-hmm. might even be getting Europa League. So is you Harry... Might even might even not get anything. Might yeah. Might even get bot- top flight. Yeah, not even top ten. So, do you think maybe Harry Kane should go, or even Son should well, go? Well, Harry Kane, he's just he's not performing well, even because he he he's not showing any signs of wanting to leave. But then he's not performing at all well, because Ericsson, he's he was he actually wants to leave. So everyone understands that he um he wants to go and it's not performing well. But Harry Kane, just he—he's—he has scored a couple of goals, but some of his performances have just not been good. 
So do you think maybe he he's good enough for Tottenham? I mean, a Europa League Tottenham or is he um, Real Madrid? I'm not sure what um, Jose Mourinho is going to think of him. Mm. But we do have um, Hinmin Son, who's a good striker. Not sure what he's like as a solo striker. Yeah, but yeah. if Zlatan Ibrahimovic comes in, I mean, could possibly play three up top, three strikers. Because he could be a target man. That's a very, very good point. And, you know, we're kind of sticking with Harry Kane and with England now. Obviously, the Euros are coming up. Um, so we've got the we've got the potential groups. I mean, these have actually been guaranteed um, that... England will be in Group D, and they will. We only know two teams, and if Scotland qualify, then they will be in a. You know they'll be in a group of Scotland. I mean it's a Britain Brexit um, group. They have to play. They are currently playing. Um, who was it? Who are they playing? I can't remember who. They're um. Well, England are obviously through, beating a couple of teams. And easily, Scotland are playing Israel in the yeah. first semi-final, and then it's it, Norway or, or Serbia. Serbia. And well, Serbia against Scotland, which could, which is the most likely um, fixture. Tough that, match. That's is is probably even, but Andy Robertson with those crosses, and Scotland. They're a good team. They are a yeah. very good team. So. Maybe they'll come up on point, but is that an ideal? Is that an ideal, um, ideal team for England? Um, well, England against Scotland. I think if I'm wrong, there's been um, sort of rivalry between them, or it's England v Wales. I'm not sure, but they, the two teams. I think it's um, pretty obvious which one's going to come out on top. But yeah. Scotland, you never know, might rise up. Might be living the dream. Um, obviously, with all of this racist abuse that England have been getting horribly, do you think that we could see, we could see more of that in, in the Euros? And do you think that could affect their performance by a big margin? Well, it mainly depends on what teams are in it. Um, clearly, Bulgaria and Montenegro, they were showing signs of racism. I mean, horrible, horrible racism. As Premier League have clearly stated, there is no room for racism. So, yeah, hopefully we won't be seeing any of that you discrimination. Know, it's, it's horrible. Any any type of dis- discrimination is horrible. Um, so, let's have a look at any, any more interesting groups. We've got... Group B, Russia and Denmark. That's well, that's interesting. I mean, because um, if you if we're gonna see another big team, that's a group of death. Russia got into the Semi-finals. quarterfinals Quarterfinals. of the World Cup. It was hosted there, but they 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 did um, finally come out against Russia. They did actually knock out Denmark in the previous round. Um, no. Yes, they did. No. Denmark lost to a Croatia. Yeah, that's what Denmark lost to Croatia. So maybe could could if Wait, you know. Really? Yeah, they they lost to Croatia on penalties, literally on penalties. I remember. You know, no. Schmeichel making brilliant saves. I do remember that, hundred percent sure. Oh. So, 
possibly could Den- could have Denmark gone to the semi-finals, you know? Well, Denmark, if- they have a great goalkeeper. I, I, I know Ericsson, but you can't just rely on one outfield player to lift the Group B. I mean, they have they have got a few good players. I'm not, not going to go into too much detail, but if you guys do want to find out all of the groups that we're looking at, um, I'll go through them now. Group A is Italy on their own right now. Group B is Russia and Denmark, as we just said. Group C is Netherlands and possibly Romania if they go through on the qualifying rounds. Group D is England and Scotland. Group E, uh, Scotland if they go through on the quali- qualifying rounds. Group E is Spain and Republic of Ireland if they go through on the re- um, qualifying rounds. And Group F is Germany and Hungary. 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 (laughs) If they go through on the qualifying round, you can go on the UEFA website to find that out. We're going to end it there, guys. Thank you for listening. Do follow me on Instagram at Summer Over the Cross. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.